Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We got a dead heat in the ratings, big plans for the Rumble. And if that's not enough, we've got The Rock reading Christmas cracker jokes. What game does Prince George play instead of musical chairs at Christmas? For Friday, December the 13th, 2019... This is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Neck a neck, AEW Dynamite and NXT, according to Showbuzz Daily, both had 778,000 viewers on Wednesday night. So this shakes up as Dynamite's viewers being down 9% and NXT's viewers being down 8%. There's really not a lot in it this week, really. Just two minor dips from either side, still sort of floating around that top end towards a million, which is very exciting to see. However, the difference from last week is the only demographic that NXT managed to win was the over 50s which scored a 0.38 compared to AEW's 0.29. AEW were 11th on cable in the 18-49 demo. NXT were 21st. There's really, really not much in it at all, which is really exciting to see. The ratings may have been down a touch because of ongoing impeachment hearings from Fox. A lot of people have had their eyes on that in America, but even so, the idea that both shows have pulled that amount of audience is still really, really positive. I think the fact they're still up there is excellent news. Both sides are getting set for next week. It's the final live AEW Dynamite and the final live NXT on USA of 2019. And both shows want to go out on a high. So it's quite exciting to go into the final week of the year with both shows level. Because you know there's going to be that desire to do something a little bit special to end the year on. It's for this reason that NXT have decided to go with Finn Balor challenging Adam Cole for the NXT Championship in the main event next week. NXT are really loading up that final show of the year. In terms of like ratings potential, the idea of Finn Balor, who is the biggest draw on NXT according to Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer, uh, challenging Adam Cole for the NXT title makes sense to go on as your main event. Plus a very, very well-built women's championship match between Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler to go on there as well. AEW aren't going quietly into the night either. They've got a tag team title match between the Young Bucks 
and SoCal Uncensored next week as well and loads of other huge segments planned as well. If you haven't done so yet, you can check out NXT Graded with myself and AEW Graded with Jack the Jobber on the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now. Going into 2020, both AEW and NXT have some really big plans for the new year. We know AEW have their first pay-per-view of 2020 now officially announced and tickets go on sale for that next week. The first Dynamite of 2020 will feature MJF laying out his stipulations for a match against Cody. I don't want to see that match until this time next year. That I want them to book that far out. That's what I'd love. Also, we'll see whether John Moxley accepts Chris Jericho's offer to join the inner circle. We'll find out both of those things on the first AEW Dynamite of 2020. For NXT, however, no plans for the first show of the year, but there is a lot of talk about NXT's involvement in the Royal Rumble. Now, over the last few years, uh, NXT guys have popped up in the Royal Rumble, but it would be maybe one or two spots available to them. Uh, it looks like, according to the Wrestling Observer, that plans are to make it a much more even affair with 10 Raw, 10 SmackDown, and 10 NXT guys being part of the Royal Rumble. Presumably, the NXT guys fighting for a shot at the NXT Championship at WrestleMania, or either the NXT guys will get the opportunity to fight for a Raw or SmackDown title. I don't know. NXT Championship being defended at WrestleMania could be a thing. But I like the idea of more NXT involvement in the Royal Rumble. For me, the idea of Keith Lee just dominating the Royal Rumble, absolutely fine with me. Don't you forget about Keith. Not my words, the words of Beth Phoenix from NXT commentary on Wednesday night. Corey Graves had a lot to say about the women's division in WWE on his podcast After the Bell. He said, I think this is bigger than just Charlotte Flair, what my opinion was last week. He talked a lot about Charlotte Flair floundering in the women's division right now. Graves said, I think after 2018 to 2019, obviously the women headlined at WrestleMania, I think it can be argued this was the biggest year in WWE history as far as women's wrestling with regards to 2018 into the start of 2019. Women were getting the opportunity to showcase what they could do each and every time an opportunity was provided. Without fail, they knocked it out of the park. I don't know what the reasoning is, but Raw, SmackDown, everywhere except NXT. NXT Women's Division to me is on fire, but not on Raw and SmackDown. And this has nothing to do with the ability of the women. We have the most talented group of women on planet Earth. This is not a negative against their abilities or their desire. I don't know what the fix is. Corey goes on to give Asuka as an example of somebody who last year had a real breakout year, won the Women's Royal Rumble, faced Charlotte at WrestleMania, and uh, goes on to say that nowadays Asuka can't get the match one without spitting mist in somebody's face and she's capable of much more than that Corey Graves comments go into much greater detail on the After the Bell podcast it's very much worth a listen on the subject of the women's division Nia Jax makes her return very soon Wrestling Observer reporting that she is back in the ring training she's had a series of operations uh, on her legs to get herself mobile again uh, was, had, she was sort of walk, working wounded for quite a while and it looks like now she's made a full recovery. Uh, Nia Jax is a very polarizing figure in the women's division in WWE. Some say uh, that she's she's kind of a necessary powerhouse to be there. A lot of people have cited that she's uh, not very safe to work with in the ring. 
Uh, hopefully this time away and a bit of training beforehand might change that. So you know how Roman Reigns got tripped by somebody from Under the Ring on SmackDown? We reckon we might know who it is. Numerous sources have stated that this could turn out to be Drake Maverick. And there are potential plans for Drake Maverick to be paired up with Baron Corbin to manage Corbin going into 2020. I'd rather Drake Maverick do anything than get spanked by Elias. Yeah, anything other than that is a bonus. Actually, I like the idea of the pairing of Drake Maverick and Baron Corbin. I think I think there is some fun to be had there, especially with the regal gimmick. It's part of that as well. Having Maverick as sort of a, a spokesperson, a, an aide to the king, if you will. I like. According to the rap, there is a documentary coming up. Follow. There's a documentary coming out about former WCW World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette. It's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. And it's all about David Arquette returning to the wrestling world, keen to right some of the wrongs from his world title run. And I'm putting that with speech marks around the word run. Uh, in WCW in 2000. David Arquette has had some cracking matches on the indie circuit. Just a couple, but when he's been there, he's been excellent. So I'm very, very intrigued to see this. 12 sharpshooters stinging, 11 eyebrows raising, 10 spines are busting, 9 noggins knocking, 8 kicks are kicking, 7 punches punching, 6 suplex smashing, 5 seconds of the people chanting The Rock's name. <laughs> Four rock bottoms, three people's elbows on your two buck teeth, and a <laughs> kicking all over New Orleans. Yeah. King, there's only one rock. <laughs> and finally, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart are on the media tour for Jumanji 2. They did a video for BBC Radio 1 in which they experience a very British Christmas. A big part of that is pulling crackers. And telling Christmas cracker jokes. Take a listen. Dear Mr. Rock and Master, Master Hart. Hart. They got it right. Oh, um, a British Christmas always involves the tradition of pulling crackers with your friends and family. Season greetings from BBC Radio 1. What nice people over there. I, I, would, I would assume these are the crackers. Okay. Probably one at a time, otherwise you'd be double fisting them. Uh, As per usual. Do right. one and then the other. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you don't want to double fist these. No. Oh. Ah, see, that, see that smoke? There it is. What oh, are you yeah. doing? I'm pulling this out. Words I never what? say. <laughs> <laughs> what game does Prince George play instead of musical chairs at Christmas? I don't know. Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. Yes. So stupid, Kevin. What am I thinking there? Well, here, I got another one. Okay. What's the difference between snowmen and snow women? One. These are things you don't have. Balls? Snowballs. Snowballs. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I don't have any balls. <laughs> this is a fact. Farts have been clocked at speeds of up to 10 miles per hour. Uh, we need to talk to who got that stat because there's nothing going on in that person's life. Maybe the butler would know. All right. Oh, man. There it is. Ah, a pen well, came out. A pen. Maybe I'm supposed to write something. Let's see. Okay. Here we go. What is Megan buying Harry, William, and Charles for Christmas? Suits. Ah! Oh, it's good. Suits. Yes. Ah! All right. What did the drunk snowman say to the carrot? What? 
Get out of my face. <laughs> like, was that your accent? That's my accent. Get face? out of my face and get me some tea. Was he angry, Snowman? With some nutty butter. <laughs> That's, That's good. That's yeah, good. it's good, right? Yeah. If you flick your nipple, it'll go hard within three seconds. That's a fact. Try it. Try it. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to do Take that. time to watch the whole thing on BBC Radio One's YouTube channel. It's it's great fun. It's a bit rude as well, as you could probably guess. That'll do it for your cultaholic daily wrestling news for this week. TLC this weekend. You will get reactions from myself and Ross Tweddle on the Cultaholic YouTube channel on Monday. Until then, don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. 